Customer experience. It's what sets some of the best companies apart from the rest, yet it can often be hard to achieve. Tune in monthly as we uncover the secrets behind great customer experience. This is Experience Better, the CX Podcast. Today's consumers are used to the top-notch, personalized experiences they receive from companies like Amazon, Netflix, Zillow. So what does that mean for government agencies? Since today's citizens and residents are used to receiving these exceptional customer experience from private companies, they also expect that kind of service all the time, even from their government agencies. So today, I'm talking with Richard Pickering, National Executive at Kubra, to answer questions and discuss why CX, or customer experience, should matter to government agencies. Hey, Richard, thanks for joining us today. Hey, Alfred, no problem. Thanks so much, actually, for having me on the podcast. Uh, I'm really looking forward to having our discussion today. Yeah, so we'll be talking about uh, government entities, and um, I know... Depending on on where you live, uh, government is a four-letter word or not, um, and I think we're trying to make it uh, trying to understand how it can become more of a humanized, like better experience. So, I think it's very relevant in today in the, this day and age. Um, so, why don't we just jump right in? So, why do you think government entities should care about customer experience? Well, I think, Alfred, like as you said, you know, this exceptional customer experience from private, private companies really is what citizens are expecting right now. And now when they look to see their government agencies, they're not seeing that same thing. So what Cooper has seen in the vertical is that government agencies really aren't providing what their citizens are expecting from them in terms of this customer experience. But wait, we do have some good news and hopefully some change is coming. So government agencies know that there's work to be done, and according to a Deloitte Digital Government Survey of state and local government officials, about 73% believe their organization's digital capabilities are behind those in the private sector. And about 78% of them acknowledge that by just increasing their digital capabilities, it's going to make it easier for their employees to serve their citizens. So what we know is that government agencies would be in a far better position at every level by putting the needs and wants of their citizens first. So those are some uh, good, you know, starting off statistics. I'm uh, curious to understand a little bit more about what we mean by government agencies. So obviously it can go all the way from a federal level down to state, provincial, county, like city, town, or village. Do you... Um, in your work with government, you know, in this in this vertical, is there a particular segment of government that um, you focus on, or that would tend to respond better to this kind of things we're talking about? I think they're really all very similar. So, like you know, you'll see state and local government agencies, really all of them, they're really focusing on the key things, and they're really the same thing: focusing on fulfilling their mandate, balancing their budgets, mitigating risks and improving the employee morale. But what we see is happening is that they're falling behind then on the citizen experience. So the 4C experience index indicates that satisfaction is highest 
among government employees, active military and veterans. But what's key is the lowest is with their biggest customer, the general population. So as a result, by failing to deliver these good customer and citizen experiences, what it translates to is this reputational damage for the agency, reduced trust in the agency, and then increased complaints and criticism, you know, feeling online, and more importantly, this low citizen satisfaction. That was uh, interesting when you were talking about that uh, experience index a few minutes ago. So the satisfaction is highest amongst government employees, active military, and veterans. So everyone who's worked in government, it almost seems like has has a bit of empathy for what what the hurdles actually are. And the people, uh, so the general population who haven't worked in government uh, just expect it to work, even though they don't know what kind of what the internal hurdles and, are. And really the key part of who they're trying to serve they are the biggest customer and they're right. the ones that are being neglected. Right. So what are some um, customer experience adoption hurdles that these government agencies need to overcome? Yeah, that's a great question. And the one that we really see the most is the agency themselves is the biggest one is this. They're the monopolistic mindset, which really leads to their misguided belief that there's no need for them really to improve what they're doing, how they're doing it, and this customer experience. And then this has significantly reduced really no incentive for them to innovate or then improve their service. Mm-hmm. What we can also see, there's really no one-size-fits-all approach that's going to work for government or local agencies. Um, underdeveloped and outdated technological infrastructure really undermines the ability to offer this really great comprehensive digital experience. And then employee capabilities are also lacking. So this results really in the inability to address gaps in those customer experiences. Mining citizens' data is also very difficult due to these data silos in the various agencies and also out-of-date data management systems. And of course, it's the dollars and cents. Very tight budgets make prioritizing this customer experience solutions very difficult. Yeah, that all makes sense. Uh, when you were talking about mining citizen data, um, so at least here in the U.S., I know you're, you're sitting up in Canada, but here in the U.S., um, that starts to sound like um, what, they would, what we would call government um, overreach here. It's like, uh, or privacy issues. Like, so the whole idea of mining citizen data, so that, I mean, you'd think there'd be even though the government has access to all this data, there's probably privacy concerns that prevent um, certain analysis you could do to improve customer experience as well. For sure. And then just being able to share it with the different levels of government too makes it a challenge. True. So true. Um, So we've talked about um, that there, you know, we talked about some of the uh, adoption hurdles. We've talked about that we that uh, ideally these agencies would meet their customer expectations. Do you have any thoughts or tips about how these agencies could go about meeting expectations of their consumer? Yeah, I think uh, the good thing is just you know for agencies to look and build this holistic view of the customer experience. So really putting themselves in the citizen's shoes. 
you know, so for example, you know, you might have one client who's trying to order a garbage tag online and you'll have another client trying to pay a fine or trying to pay their taxes or ordering some type of service then from the government. So they really need to understand, you know, the current experiences for each one of their citizens, what the pain point is then. So are they coming in from, you know, a walk-in center to a mobile device to calling into the call center and then really trying to find out where can improvements be made? You know, is it improving website layouts or is it reducing wait times uh, for service or billing questions? Also important to recognize that each citizen group is going to have different needs and expectations. So government agencies need to make this customer experience a priority and devote time and resources now to fulfilling this general population that they're kind of leaving behind. Um, so just, you know, in 2019, Kubra had our citizens billing and payment report, and we found something as simple as better digital payments is going to translate to a better citizen experience with the agency. So 37% of citizens believe that by improving digital payments, that's going to improve the overall satisfaction with the government. And 25% believe it's going to increase their willingness to engage with government. All right, so that's interesting. Kind of your your last few points were related to the, uh, I guess, the payments customer experience. So if I think back to, so I, I uh, sit here in the city of Boulder in Colorado, and when I you know, go pay, oh, what do you have to pay? Uh, we pay the water bill here to the city, uh, and we also, you know, obviously to the county assessor the annual property taxes. If you look at the payment workflow there quite often well at least in one of those two scenarios you actually you don't even go to the you get redirected to some other website which doesn't have the 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 government agency's uh domain name um they ask you for your bank account information and i remember the first time i saw that I was highly skeptical. I mean, I looked at the SSL certificate. I looked at the fingerprint. It's like, what? Who are you, and what do you want with my with my ACH payment? And yeah, I, I suppose not everyone's going to have that concern, but that's definitely a that was a bad experience for me. It didn't even look branded to the to the county's you know branding or to the city's branding in that case. So. For sure. And, you know, just recently we did some renovations at the house and, you know, we're only allowed to put out four bags of garbage on uh, our garbage day. And I need to order some extra tags to put on the garbages so you can put out multiple more than my allotted four bags. The way that our region works, though, is each then city within the region has a different way of ordering just a garbage tag. So my next door neighbor, you know, just a couple of streets over is in a different city. Mm -hmm. dealing with the same region, they can do everything online. But when I need to buy them, I need to actually go to the walk-in center and buy these garbage tags for $12.50. So taking time out of my day to drive over, you know, to pick up a garbage tag is a, is a little bit crazy. That is, that's a bad experience. Man, you think they could just do it all digital. You just buy a virtual tag and they know when they pull up to your house that you're, you're qualified for that. that. That'd be an interesting opportunity there. Anyways, all right, so those are some tips for meeting expectations. What about some of the 
benefits of implementing customer experience programs at um, government agencies? Yeah, for sure. So I think some big ones, you know, improving this customer experience, it's just going to drive better outcomes than for the government agency. And I think, you know, one we just talked about quickly, you know, dissatisfied citizens are likely to publicly express dissatisfaction. I just did it. You know, you mm-hmm. just spoke about it too. Um, you know, we're going to tell our friends and our colleagues, would you believe this is what happened when I was trying to do something just this simple? But then by improving the citizen experience, it's going to improve then citizen satisfaction with the agency and then trust with the agency. Um, you know, these effective digital tools, they're going to boost voluntary tax compliance and encourage benefits fraud. So an easier way for you know, the agency to collect those tax dollars by making it on a simpler digital tool. And then most importantly, this effective customer experience strategy is going to reduce costs. Um, I think the best way is to look at, you know, self-serve digital tools are going to allow government organizations to devote fewer resources to call centers, and then that way free up those employees to focus on other tasks within the agency. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, because obviously um, you talked about one of the hindrances being a monopolistic mindset, but the reality is the government does have a monopoly and it's harder for citizens to go shopping other than, you know, move. And that, and that's, uh, that's a big barrier to, um, yeah, that's a big barrier. So then, so then I think one of the benefits, like you say, to government agencies is that they can reduce costs and therefore, um, you know, be shown to, uh, be using their tax, the taxpayers money more wisely. So that, that seems like a good uh, place to focus on is the reducing cost. And exactly. Um, so this has been, um, this has been great talking to you just generally about some of these, these points about uh, customer experience in, in the kind of the um, government domain. Um, we have this, uh, not a, cons- you know, periodic, um, what do you call it? Feature at the end where once in a while with guests, we'll talk about, you know, what we've seen, like what we've experienced, like things we've experienced in, in real life. So, so today, I mean, I'd like, I'd like to talk with you. You and I both have already expressed one, dis, one practical dissatisfaction we've had with our uh, respective government um, uh, jurisdictions. Um, but I, I was wondering if you had any more examples of that. I'll, I'll give you a minute to think. Any more examples of that or some idea or, or things you've seen where governments did a good job with customer experience. Um, while you're thinking about that, I'll, I'll give one that we have here in the city of Boulder as well. Is uh, they, uh, The city has uh, released this website called Inquire Boulder. And then, well, it's a website, but it's also a mobile app. You can take the app with you. And if you're, you, you can ask all sorts of questions. I mean, that's where the frequently asked questions are. But the thing I find cool is I'm walking along the street and I know I notice that a street light is out or that a traffic light is burned out or something like that. I can t- just right there, I can take a picture of it. And, um, you know, if I have my GPS turned on, then it'll like tag it where I am. And I can just submit it right there from on the street. And then usually even before I get home from my walk, there's an email in my inbox saying from a person saying, yeah, we're, uh, we're going to send someone out or in the next day or so that they'll send an email saying, yeah, we've sent someone out. Thank you. And it just closes that whole feedback loop. 
and it makes me feel like I'm, con- I'm, con- I'm helping my neighborhood stay, you know, repaired or whatever. So that I, I think that's a great uh, customer experience. Um, anyways, uh, do, do you have any other examples? Yeah, I do. And I won't give away where, where I am in Canada. So that yeah. might help too. Um, but you know, when we moved into our house, we're coming up to seven years now this November and coming from, you know, out to the burbs before we were in a very large region, which was a little bit further along, you know, their, their digital customer experience strategy. And my family was really used to that. We then moved out to the burbs and, you know, had to start everything from scratch. So, you know, signing up for new water services, new hydro services, new taxes, all that. And I remember how much of a challenge it was, especially within the space that we're in. And, you know, we're so used to exactly what we talked about at the beginning, Alfred, in the intro, is the effect that we have of dealing with, you know, Amazon, with Twitter, with anything Shopify, anything online. We're used to this really easy customer experience. The move then was a struggle. And it was, I had to go get the, the utility wanted for my water, wanted a void check. I don't have checks. So I'd go to the bank to order a book of checks, you know, and that's just next to impossible to do it as well, just to get a void one to send it in so they could take my money, you know, every three months. Very recently, they've now, you know, come into the digital age and they have a fantastic portal now where it's self-serve. I can go in, register, you know, myself and my wife now as users. Um, We're still on auto pay, but now there's some bill history in there. And I'm able to now pop in and see, you know, instead of just, you know, a line item coming off of my bank account for $200 every quarter, I can go back and say, oh, well, it's $200. Is that good? Versus, you know, this quarter versus what it was last quarter versus where it was the year before. So there's some self-serve functionality to it, which makes me feel better rather than just money coming out of my account and not knowing, you know, what was that for? Well, you know, I, I paid for water that I used back in the new year. Like that's a long time ago. Um, So it was great to see, you know, them catching up. And we really, you know, at Cooper, we are seeing that change and that shift happening within the government vertical. Um, You know, they're really catching up to the utility space. The utility space is really catching up to where, you know, the telcos are right now and, and the FIs. So it's a great journey to see them on because at the end of the day, they're just making, you know, the end customer that much happier to deal with them. Oh yeah, that's a great example, and I think that's a it's a great way to end this this episode. Kind of on a, you know, there's a lot of challenges that government agencies still have, but they're headed in the right direction, and uh, there's a lot of opportunities there to um, make the citizenry, uh, you know, improve their experience and their their relationship with the government entities. So uh, thanks again, Richard, for joining us. It was a great great chatting with you, and. Um, yeah, maybe we'll have you on again in a year or so. We'll uh, kind of do a check-in to see uh, how government uh, customer experience is going. So thanks for joining. That sounds great. Thanks, Alfred. And uh, thanks also for being a great host. That's all for Experience Better, the CX podcast. If you like the show, Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Please send us your questions and continue the conversation with us on Twitter or Facebook at KubraWay. That's K-U-B-R-A-W-A-Y. 
or on LinkedIn at Kubra. Experience Better, the CX podcast is presented by Kubra. I'm your host, Alfred Sawatsky. Goodbye for now. I hope you experience better.